0: Welcome, folks. Welcome to your favorite Tennessee Titans podcast, Tennessee Titans Weekly and Titan Upload. Jacques Hulk Titan Upload. What's up? <laughs> What's going on, y'all? What's happening? What's happening? How y'all doing, everybody? Um, you know, welcome. Uh, thank you, Titan Upload, you know, for the opportunity to be here on your show. As we mentioned earlier, man, we're big, sh- uh, big fans of your show, dude. Uh, actually, one of the best podcasts on YouTube – Please if you haven't subscribed subscribe to his channel get his likes up as well. Uh you're in for a treat man. Uh Jacques, if you want to you have anything you got to say? Hey, you said it man. Like I said, yes. Titan
1: upload. Man is one of the it, – he's almost he's better than some of the main podcasts that was on iTunes and everything like that. So and and we just we 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 all bring the heat and, I, and that's like I said, get the subs up. Let's get the likes up both channels. And we are here to bring content and just authentic true content for the titans we love the titans and we're here for the titans and we want to see the titans succeed so Absolutely. yeah man and, and i'm happy to be here man we, <laughs> like you said <laughs> titan level we tried this last week and we, things happen but
0: hey we're here y'all we are here exactly. today yep. actually works better than it was than it did last sunday anyway so it's right. good
2: awesome yep. hey thanks for, the, <laughs> thanks for the kind words and you know it right back at you guys um you guys are by far the number one Uh, that people want to hear on my channel they always give me shout outs and like hey when's tennessee titans weekly coming on let's more tennessee titans weekly so i'm i'm super super thrilled to have you guys on here uh to talk titans you know uh real quick before we get into this thing how's life been what do you got going i know you guys are very creative um i know you guys at, at titans weekly 247 did yes, I get that that's
0: right? Right. Nice. Yep, you got it right. You and then you right. can also
2: find them on YouTube and they have a SoundCloud. I mean, you guys are yep. everywhere. So Yeah,
0: man. <laughs> yep. Yeah,
2: man.
0: So we we
1: want to work out, we want to get our Instagram followers up because we want to, of course, start going live on Instagram a lot more. And yeah, we are quarantined. So it's 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 something to get used to to have my my co-host on the other side of town <laughs> and I'm over here. So that's that's unique amongst itself, but I mean we make it work. Yeah, um, we, we have a lot coming to the channel, man. We, of course, trying to get the production up. So, of course, like I said, more subs, more, more, more likes. We can get the production up and get everything going. Because tight like Titan Upload, I, I love it, man. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, of course, we have our next show coming up, the, the schedule show, breaking it de- down in detail. And like Titan Upload said in the beginning of the show, we're we going to touch on the schedule in a minute here. But we're going to, of course, break it down in detail. And, of course, we, we did our draft recap, but... Of course, we got to talk about Logan. We got to talk about Jadavion. So we got some exactly. some contests coming down the road. What about you, Hulk?
0: Really do, man, because if you look at the Titans right now, man, normally, you know, the Titans aren't on TV as much. Over the past year, man, especially going to the AFC Championship, man, the Titans are in the news a lot, right, much more than we often are. And uh, for me, man, again, just getting adjusted to this quarantine as well. I had a long beard and hair. I, I'm back to my normal look, man. My wife kind of been ringing on me a little bit. And plus, having we've been having some video conferences at work. And so I, I can't have, you know, employees of mine just looking at me like I'm crazy. So I went on and shaved, you know, shaved my, you know, my face up or whatever. But um, just been excited, man, for the season. Hopefully there is a season. Uh, you right. know, that's a big question. Uh, you know, with this uh, coronavirus going on, you know, hopefully, you know, those things could, you know, could could be- get better. Uh, here in Nashville, you know, they just made a um, state of emergency to extend more than what we thought it was. Ooh. But, hey, I understand. You know, I, I'm not out there either. You know, I wear a mask everywhere I go. Um, so hopefully, you know, it doesn't impact them from being, you know, working in the offseason and things like that and, and getting used to the team and things. It's going to be an adjustment for all teams. You know,
2: yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, fans
0: yeah, man. Included. Teams. yes, sir. That's right, man. That's
2: I, right. I see Titans in truth. Uh, I saw a Facebook post on him today. He uh, he's representing his his new mask and, and Titans. It, it looks awesome. Oh, <laughs> cool. yeah. But cool. I don't know cool. if I I don't, yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I don't know if I'm paying twenty five dollars. For Titans mask on the, you know what I mean. I feel like, yeah. yeah I thought it was twenty four ninety nine. I just, I just feel like, I don't know. Maybe it's going for a cause or something. You know, because yeah. sometimes the NFL will do stuff like that. But, right, man, right. I don't know. But they do look, they do look sharp. So, right. Okay, cool, right. man. I um, also, my uncle is, I don't. I think he's down there right now. It was really sad though. I got a picture from my dad, and you know, my uncle is in downtown somewhere. And okay. I think right, right in front of the Pred stadium, but like, it's, it's a ghost town. Like there's it nobody is, out. Man. That's sad. It to is. See.
0: Yeah, and that's is. not normal at all. Oh, Downtown right. is packed every day, especially at nighttime. And even like, I literally work two minutes from the stadium. So it's, yeah, it's, it's unbelievable, man. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So the new norm. Is and also. we've had some bad weather. We've had some bad weather too. Uh, We had a like a mid tornado last, uh, not this Sunday, but the previous Sunday. Sunday, We was out of electricity for forty eight hours.
2: Oh wow! And then
0: even prior to the virus, we had a uh, a tornado that hit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. man. So we've been hitting hit hard a lot in Nashville with everything. Everything.
2: Yeah. Yep. Is everything going good for you guys? By the way, I I mean we haven't really talked a whole lot. Um, at least last time we did a show, it was preseason or uh the, po- the pregame pre-season. show for the patriots right. right that was a fun show right. but how's things right. going as far as the the tornado that happened i mean even before the coronavirus hit you got everybody the okay clean,
1: yeah it cleaned up it went well i know the, the city showed up man and volunteered i mean everybody volunteered and it was good to see everybody from nashville volunteering to get the cleanup effort going but everything Was back to normal until, like you said, the mini tornado that came through and kind of messed everything up a little bit. But we still picking up the pieces and holding strong. Definitely, definitely.
2: Yeah, man. Yeah. 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 Agreed. Yep. Sad, sad situation. And then, you know, 2020. It's been crazy. Yeah, it's been Not in a good rough. way.
0: <laughs> all it has, pasa- man, it hasn't. So, 2020 has 2020's yeah. been unbelievable, man. Golly. Yeah.
2: But One thing st- after another, man. It started off great, didn't it? I mean, the Titans yeah, were on fire. Yeah. Hey. Were on
0: fire, yes. Mm-hmm. And on New Year's Day, me and Jacques was at the uh, at the uh, Titan show with Eddie George. And, you know, yep. I met course, him. Yeah. To him. I'm like, this is going to be a great year, you know, okay. right off right. the top, you know. And then all of a sudden, it just went down. So, down, yeah.
2: Hey, if there's anybody that can pull off getting Eddie George on the show, it's you guys. So seriously, that would be phenomenal. You've got to keep trying. Yeah. Got to keep trying.
0: I got you. Yes. Yes. Hey, yes. We trying. We trying. We <laughs> trying. There, we actually have some connections. It doesn't mean we can get him on the show, but we definitely will just keep trying. But we there are people that he knows that we know, you know, and yeah, I, it, yeah And he actually went to a church that I used to go to, and like we both know the pastor real well. So uh, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe one day. We'll see. What's yeah, up, you're
1: man. right. Connections on both ends. Matter of fact, my coworker knows him very well. So me and him have been talking back and forth to see what we can work out. So hopefully in the near future, we can have Eddie on the show to just talk Titans and that will be awesome. (laughs) Yeah.
2: That would be phenomenal. That would be awesome. So, so anyways, let's get into the expectations. Um, You know, a lot of people giving their thoughts on the schedule. A lot. I mean, first of all, off season draft, I don't care which direction you guys want to go. Um, don't forget to subscribe to these guys. they they do phenomenal work. Check them out over there on YouTube. Like I said, Twitter, they're on Twitter. They're trying to build up their Instagram. I, I just got on Instagram and you guys were like <laughs> right there to give me a follow. So thanks. I, I appreciate Absolutely. it. Uh, but anyway, so how, how do you feel the off season went? obviously we got Tannehill back, we got Henry back, even though we don't have really a, a long-term deal for him. So, I mean, what did you think on the, on the off season? We'll start with that first you got (sighs) the offseason
0: I I was I've been kind of up and down I think initially after the draft I was sort of on a high because we filled in a lot of spots that you know that had been left open based on trades free agency and things like that but lately I've been kind of I've been kind of more down than I thought I would be and the reason being is because of the fact that we don't have a pass rusher right now we still are waiting to see if we can pick up Jadavion Clowney and I think we have, you know, pretty much built our free agency and our draft upon knowing we're going to get a defensive end, and it hasn't happened yet. Logan Ryan hadn't it was not resigned, though. I understand he's wanting 10 million. He's not worth that at the time. You know, we understand that Logan Ryan's a slot corner, probably runs about a 4-7. That he, ha- he has the stats now. His stats are unbelievable. But at the same time, the, you know, the um, corners, there's a lot of corners that was in the draft, a lot of fast receivers on every team, and to beat Kansas City, you had to have speed. So Logan's going to have to lower his expectations in order to get signed by anybody. That's why he's still not signed. But You know, have we filled those roles yet? That still remains to be seen. Uh, You know, you look at uh, Jarrell Casey. I thought that was the biggest free agency loss that we had. And it's going to be a lot of expectations for Larell Murchison. And I I don't know if he can fill those shoes, not right off front, right? No. You know, when you look at – exactly. And even if you look at even with Logan Ryan uh, being gone, Kristen Fulton is going to have to, you know, fill that slot. Fulton has the ability. It's just a matter of can he get it done. Um, You know, still – the questions are still out on Isaiah Wilson, the big offensive tackle that we drafted in the first round. I said in our show that we should have drafted a wide receiver. Um, you know, we didn't do that. Uh, there were plenty of receivers to, to be drafted, uh, given the fact that Corey Davis' contract is not guaranteed after this year, right? Yep. So, you know, I don't know if we're going to upsign him after this year, after his fifth year. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of holes, and I'm still feeling like, eh, I don't know, man. What about for you, Jock? So, for me, it it
1: almost feels like we didn't do enough. And the signing of Vic Beasley was one of those signings was like, okay, it's a unique signing. And I know there was rumors of us signing him before the free agency started. And you almost kind of think, okay... What was the point of the signing if we're not going to make a splash, a big splash in free agency? Now, I understand there wasn't top-notch talent at defensive end in free agency, but there was talent out there over Vic Beasley. And I understand, yeah, he had eight sacks last year, but the potential, can you get the potential out of him? And with me, I just feel we didn't do enough. The, 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 getting the Casey trade, that really hurt me because I feel like Casey's a leader in the locker room. Yep. You lost an important piece in the locker room in Casey when you lost the leader. And you're asking uh, um, who Jeffrey Simmons and, and DaQuan Jones to come in and and fill that big role that Casey's that, that's a boy, that's a huge boy. And you you let you traded him for a seventh round pick. To me, Casey's worth more than a seventh round pick. You could have got a fourth round pick at him. You could even got a third round pick out of Casey, and I would have been okay with it because yeah. it's an extra body that you pick up. But just the the moves that it's kind of strange. It's not a John Robinson type offseason that we've you uh, that we're used to having years prior john robinson makes a splash but he makes the the splash that makes sense this offseason a lot of stuff didn't make sense like i said the vic beasley signing the casey trade the uh not signing logan and like i said with logan me and, and, and hawk talked about this on the show with logan i understand the draft was loaded with dbs this was a draft where you had defensive backs that were fast quick and how we got toasted in the kansas city game was speed Tyreek Hill killed us, Harmon killed us, um, um, uh, Sammy Watkins, uh, burnt, uh, um, uh, Tremaine Brock. So something that i seen John Robinson was trying to do, he was trying to get faster, quicker, and just Logan didn't fit that mold right now. Now, if it was about five years ago we signed Logan, yes, Logan fits the mold, receivers wasn't quick as, as they are back in the day, but I just don't – I feel like there's still a void that's not that's, that's here. It's, 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 not, it's not here. And the Jadavion Clowney, we're still waiting on Jadavion Clowney. We're still waiting. We were supposed to pick him up. The rumor was, we kept hearing every day, we got a contract for Jadavion Clowney. We have a contract. We're just waiting on his, his, his physical. And I'm like, okay, I'm getting excited. I'm getting excited. And then my hopes get shot down because we haven't signed Jadavion Clowney. Now, I've heard it's, it's, it's a twofold. People, some people, Titans fans want to sign him. Some don't. I get the production, but he also provides that presence of, hey, Jadavion Clowney's on the right side. That frees up Landry. That frees up Vic Beasley. That frees them up to, hey, to get sacks. But, I mean, right now, we, if we go in the lineup today, whoo, uh, <laughs> it's just one of those things. So, I just – the offseason, yeah. I, it could have been better. I understand we had to sign Tannehill. We, like like Tighten Up Low said, we we have Henry, but we don't have Henry. Yeah. We have him on a franchise tag. It's like you just holding on to him by string. string. Um, and he was one of the big reasons we made it to the playoffs. Tannehill did too. But we rolled the Kings back. We rolled it back. We rolled it back into the playoffs, into the FC Championship. So, I mean, I just I, I, – we'll see. I'm just going to yeah, say it. Yeah. We'll definitely see. But. So, do yeah. so you
2: guys think any possible way? Because the Casey thing, a lot of it came to do with the contract. But, see, I thought Casey was doing – he was fine. I mean, pro football focus, I, I know they're not the end-all be-all, but – I mean, they gave him an overall grade of like a 74 that's not terrible um right. I thought he fit well with Simmons Simmons was going to be you know he's coming back this year you knew he was going to be better than you know coming off that ACL injury where he missed half the season but now you get rid of Casey you like you said now I think it came out to being that seventh got traded now it's a six but still it's it's not good enough you would think for Casey um right. but my point is you got this extra money now at the end of the year we got into this the other day like so at the end of the year Let's say you got like, I don't know, you save like 10 million from 10 million from Casey. If you don't put it into Henry this year, or you don't sign clowny or somebody else, and it just sits there, well, technically, right, at the end of the season, you could have got rid of Casey because it was all about those three years, it's like a complete waste. So I guess exactly. my question to you guys do you guys think we honestly and then a lot of people in here will ask this question every single day are we getting clowny? Are we getting clowny? What is your percentage, and do you think we're getting them or not? I mean, we could start with Hawk.
0: Actually, I do think we're going to get them. I really, I think we're at about a seventy percent uh, chance of getting Clowny because I think I know the money is there. And as to why I think right now everything is on hold, uh, we are in a situation where it is we don't know yet on a whole bunch of situations with the Titans, but. You know, I do think that 70, uh, it's a 70% chance that we'll get him. I think Clowney would like to be here. You know, they just signed Jonathan Joseph, who's one of his best friends, Mike Vrabel, the former Houston te- uh, Texan defensive coordinator. So there's a lot of, you know, a, a lot of attachments that he has here. And he's from South Carolina, so it's not too far from here either. He doesn't have to go all the way to Seattle, Washington. He can stay in the South. So I think that, you know, the money's there for him because if it's not, other teams would have already picked him up. There's only two teams in the, in the boat right now to sign him. That's us and the Seahawks. And I do think, I think it's a good chance we'll sign him, man. Yeah.
1: Yep. Jack, do you agree? So I, I agree. I'm looking at mine's a little bit lower, about 60%, but I do agree. All the ties are there. Like you said, Joseph, they signed Joseph for a reason. They signed him to be baked. they just like the, almost how Logan was baked for Butler. It's the same concept that they're doing. And it, like you said, South Carolina, he's close to home. And my, my philosophy, and, how, and you we know this, we've talked about this, if you if you haven't been signed yet, if you wasn't signed in the beginning of free agency, in the middle of free agency, and almost at the end of free agency, your number's too high and your production is not there. So something where Jadavion is trying to get paid, when well he has to understand he's going to have to bring that number down. And the Titans are, John is willing to, hey, I'm going to wait it out. We play Russian on we'll wait. And what will happen is once the season training camp starts, It'll come down. That price will come down, and we'll sign Clowney. It's just a waiting game right now. And you, yep. other teams have been thrown into the bucket. I've heard the Colts. I've heard the Eagles. I just feel like it's not there. I mean, why sign him? So, I just honestly, yeah, I do think we're going to sign him. We're just waiting. Like the, This whole virus has messed everything up because you think about it. You would have brought him in for a physical. He would have came in. He would have worked out. You would have checked him out. Boom. Next thing you know, Clowney's been signed to a whatever deal. So, yeah, I think yeah. we will sign him. Yep.
2: Well, I hope so, because it would make a lot more sense why we got rid of Casey, you know what I mean? So, right, right. But I, I want someone electric on the defense. I, I mean, Byard's, yep. trust me, I yep. he's great. Like, he's the command center. He's Mr. Cool. I, I can count on him. I can, he's just going to do great things. I mean, that's Byard, right? But I want someone on the more front end. Like, I, I mean, Landry, I think, can be that. Beasley, You guys mentioned like eight sacks last year, I think his rookie year, second year, he had like 15 and a half, like maybe Vrabel can get to the, I mean, maybe Vrabel can get it done um, there. So I'm hopeful, but I don't want to put all my eggs in one basket, at least with Clowney, you know, like, yes, he might not get the highest number of sacks, but he is a dominant player on the field and he got a game plan around him. So. Agreed. We, we have a super chat. Chad, what's going on, Chad? Chad wants to know, and I'll we'll, we'll start with, we'll go with Jock this time. Thoughts on Daquan Jones. Do you think, are you sold on him to step up? I think he goes under the radar. He doesn't get the sacks, but he does his job, right? He does his job all the time. Are you sold on him being the counterpart then to Simmons?
1: So, and me and Hawk have had this conversation. I'm going to say No. Uh, the problem I have with Daquan, and, and Titan, you you just hit the nail on the you hit the hammer on the nail. He's a good complimentary player. He'll stop the run, he'll get maybe two or three sacks, but he's not consistent. And 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 we need more consistency on the defensive line. We haven't had consistency since Vanden Bosch, Haynesworth, prior to them, Javon Curse. We just haven't had that consistency. And we paid Daquan Jones fairly well. To, I mean, we paid him because he's his age. But to answer the question, no. I if I would if, if if it was me, if I was to get rid of somebody, that probably would have been he would have been a, a a cut. I'm sorry, he would have been either trade bait or we would have cut him to save money and I would have kept Casey. But me no. He, he, just he's not the answer. Go ahead, Paul.
0: Yeah. So I I totally agree as well. Um outside of Tennessee Titan fans, probably no one knows Dequan Jones. Uh you know, he's not that much of an impact player in that regard. Uh, I think as well. He has talent. He's been around. He's very durable. He's got good size. Um, Is he a game changer? No, just more of a, uh, you know, whole plugger, you know, for the most part, Uh, you know, uh, can we do better? Could we sign somebody maybe next year that could probably have more productivity? Absolutely. Right. So, um, you know, Daquan Jones will be there. You know he's he's trustworthy. Um, but he's not anyone that's gonna be a game changer in that regard. If that was the case, we would have had a better run defense last year. Some people forget yep. that our run defense was not good last year, folks. It really wasn't. And uh, you even look, even when we played the Chiefs, we had Damian Williams look like yeah, Bo Jackson, good point, right? Good point. Like it's like, yeah. So. You know, so, no, he's not that big of an impact because we're not looking for Daquan Jones to make sacks. We're looking for him to make stop one stop. Mm-hmm. That's your job, stop the run. You're 6'4", 320 pounds, stop the run. Did he do that last year? No, he didn't. So, no. So, no. It, 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 in
1: point two, that's what Casey was supposed to be. Casey was supposed to come in here and stop the run. He just happened to get sacks. He was just a defensive tackle that was able to get to the quarterback. And right. we, that's that's not normal. That's not normal. You don't no. – you, you play D-tackle – your job is to stop the run. Your, anything comes through here, you stop it. Just yes. he had talent enough to where yep. I mean, it's, not too many D tackles can go in there and make sacks. So even with that, I expect Jeffrey Simmons to plug that hole to stop the run yes. versus Saquon Jones. So
0: and I and I y'all this too, man. I ran into Jeffrey Simmons. It's been maybe about in January in the mall, man. This guy is huge. Massive. Okay, <laughs> and massive and he's young like he's 21 and he's already that big right so is he he's only gonna get bigger as he gets older so he is gonna have to step up in 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 the form of where Daquan Jones is lacking he's gonna have to step up in that void and making those tackles and even making sacks Drill Casey not only did he make sacks he made a lot of turnovers right yeah. he was a turnover machine for a defensive tackle so Daquan is gonna have to you know I don't know I don't think he'll step up he's been the same player throughout his career
2: right. yeah yep. I Man. So I guess I could say this. I, Casey's like, when I, you guys are talking about Casey and stuff in the sacks and man, I just think about him playing and like, it's all most of, for, I, yes, he, he can do some things like athletically. Uh, I know he doesn't like basically his, his mold doesn't, you know, he's not like your Darnold, but at the same time, like he's got all heart and he's right. giving you 150% or whatever. And he expects that for everybody else. Right. I, I don't know. I think you, a lot of people are saying he was on the decline. Fine. But if right. you're not using the money anyways, I don't know how he right. hurt you this year. Right. Who's right. who's going to be, who needs the minutes right now besides mm-hmm. our, the new guy from NC State?
1: Right.
2: You know what I mean? Austin Johnson's gone. He. I thought maybe he yeah. was a development in progress, but apparently that went nowhere. Um, yeah. what about the offense before we get into the schedule a little bit and your overall expectations, backup running back, backup quarterback, and we'll just go wide receiver. Are you confident we did enough to fill those spots or do you guys wish we would have done more? I guess we could start with Hawk.
0: Okay. So this is a two question. Okay. So, so if I'm looking at running back, yes, we got better because of the fact that we now have a, uh, a running back that can, you know, bring in speed. That's something that we lack on offense in general is just speed. And when you go against Kansas City, you're going to have to have speed versus speed. OK, mm-hmm. so the fact that now we can sort of change this up with Derrick Henry, where he's not running it every down. Um, now we have someone that can come in and spell him on some minutes. Now, when you look at uh, what we had with Deion Lewis, you know, Deion was supposed to be that guy. But when you're five eight and you're 180 pounds and you're not fast, that's that's a that's a problem, right? That's yeah. that's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. th- at that size, you, speed should be what you do, but that wasn't what he done. So, you know, when you look at Darrington Evans, he's, he's about the size of a, like a Lashawn McCoy, you know, kind of a guy. Uh, he's he's going to bring a lot of speed. So I would say yes, from a running back perspective, we got better with our backup, no question about it. Um, you know, we don't really have any other competition at the moment at running back besides him. Um, quarterback. I don't think we got any better. Um, you know, you're looking at a rookie. Uh, he was drafted in the sixth round, seventh round for a reason. Okay, that, that's a reason, right? How many Tom Brady's are out there that get drafted in the sixth or seventh round and become an MVP? None but him, right? So for Cole McDonald, uh, we've seen the tape. I like his, the deep ball is definitely there. He's a big play guy, and he's very fast. That's what people might not realize. He's He don't scramble like a quarterback. He runs like a receiver in the yeah, open field. He's point. fast. He's very fast. So – but that's not what we need right now. Uh, we do need some veteran leadership as a, as a backup. I know we got Logan Woodside as our backup quarterback, but he's unproven. Cole McDonald, he's unproven. So, no, I don't think right now I'm comfortable. If Tannehill goes down, what, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? We have no choice but to pick up a free agent in that in that time, if, in my opinion. You know, I don't know whoever might be out there and who could be available. Yeah. Wide receiver, did we get any better? No, we didn't. Mm. No. I was an advocate of us picking up a receiver in the first round, even the second round, because there were so many that were available, and we did not do that. Uh, Given Corey Davis' situation, again, that doesn't give me the security to know that, okay, we're good over the next several years. I do think Corey Davis will have a better season. I actually think Corey Davis is a hell of a ball player. But Jacques, you've known this for years when we drafted him. I like Corey Davis a lot, but he was picked as the fifth pick of the draft. You pick Julio Jones, Randy Mosses, Larry Fisher. You pick those type of receivers as the fifth pick. You don't pick a Corey Davis. He he didn't come in running a four three. He's not six five, right? So I think the expectation was too much for Corey Davis. And I do think that you know we should have picked up a receiver in the in the draft. I know we got a free agent, Mason Kinsey. So you know, I hope he does a, a, a great job. His stats are unbelievable in college. But yeah. you can't expect that from an undrafted rookie to say, okay, you're the guy now. Good good luck. Yeah. You know. So. I'm gonna say more bad than no. So what about you, Jacques? Ooh, so and we've talked about this.
1: Um, from a running back perspective, I feel like we gotten better. Like you you iterated on it, Hawk. Deion Lewis wasn't the answer. And we and we knew he was one of the, he was the victim of the Patriot system, okay? And we know that. You in this Patriot system, you to get, get out of that system. Hey, you go your true colors are gonna show. And we knew he was here to be that change of pace back and he wasn't. And the new running back that we got, he's that change of pace back. We, like you said, watch the film on him. He's a good north and south runner. He's real quick. He's fast. It, it, it's something almost where you have that CJ 2K and that Lyndale White type of, of mesh, where you got the big bruiser that comes in that can that can that is a, a home run threat. But you also have lightning that comes in, and he's a home run threat as well. So what happens is, I feel like yes, we did get better on running back. Um, the receiver. Uh, I'm with you, man. No, we did. We did not. And, and I'm with Hulk. Then we did our draft analysis show. Hulk had a receiver going in the first round. And I'm like, OK, I understand. it. And I had a receiver going in the second round. So it kind of almost flip flopped. Like, OK, I'm saying, OK, second round come around. We got we don't have a corner yet. OK, we got a corner. OK, we end up getting a running back. I actually wanted a kid from Texas, um, Duvernay. Duvernay has the talent, the speed, the Ravens picked him up. He would have been a game changer. He almost would have took – I mean, he would have been an elevated – he would have been up over Tajay Sharp. We lost Tajay Sharp. We didn't sign Tajay Sharp. We picked up the kid uh, – Col- was it Colt McDonald? Colt, uh, the kid, the receiver, because I know you uh, interviewed him, Tyler. Oh,
2: Mason Kinsey, yeah.
1: Ma- Mason Kinsey, 50 touchdowns, 50. So we know at the end of the day, John Robinson, Robinson is a stat guy. That's why Corey Davis got drafted the fifth round. That's why yeah. he got drafted. He was the fifth pick because of his stats if you go around and you look at each player that we drafted they have some type of stat that stands out yeah. that is just it's just hey you broke this record or you were the leader in this conference. So no we uh, overall offensively, I'm gonna tell you Corey Davis, he'll probably have a breakout year because if you go back and you really think about it, Tannehill had chemistry with AJ Brown true right that was they were second they, they were the second stream you get that chemistry. He didn't have chemistry with Corey Davis. I'm a season ticket holder, so me being at the games to actually see the play unfold in front of my eyes, I'm like, hey, Corey's open. I mean, he's open. He came out of his break a little slow, but he's open. Throw him the ball. And it's almost where Tannehill didn't trust him. We know Mariota trusted Corey Davis because he statistically, Corey Davis had one of his best years when Mariota was throwing him the ball because he had that trust in him. So offensively, I feel like we really didn't do enough and also the quarterback we go to the hawaii quarterback colt mcdonald his deep ball is incredible i mean it's incredible i mean it's it's one of the beautifulest deep balls i've seen his stats are amazing but his short accuracy he has to work on he doesn't have a zip um and i feel like he was bought in to be that tannehill like s if Tannehill goes down you don't lose that athletic ability logan woodside doesn't have that athletic ability no he did show it in the preseason that he can throw the ball, but athletic ability, no. So it's almost to the point where John is like, hey, if Tannehill goes down, we don't have a drop off. We know he can't throw the ball very well. His short accuracy is not where it needs to be. But if he needs to take off and run, he's fast. So overall, offensively, I feel like we got, we're mediocre. We didn't really elevate besides the running back position. Um, and going into the, like you said, Hulk, going into the season with a unproven rookie and a, and a third year player at quarterback and backup quarterback. I'm not comfortable with it. If, if Tannehill goes down, I am. Ooh, it's going to be rough. You gonna, yeah. gonna, gonna have to get, you you have to get fancy. You don't have to get creative, but yeah. Offensively. Uh, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. So it's you, almost, you almost feel like the Conklin thing really threw a wrench in this thing. You know, yes. you, you, you had to draft a, a, a right tackle, Isaiah yes. Wilson in the first round. Um, I think we got really lucky by having Fulton on the board. I know Titan Ooh, Anderson's in did. the house. That was his guy in the first round and yes. ended up getting him in the second round. But, yes. you know, we did make the AFC championship. You know, the, I know yep. some of the guys are fired up in there in the chat room. Um, <laughs> but I think we're trying to take the next step. And I think that's the key. Do I feel yes. better about it? No. But I also realize there's still some time. So I'm going to put this, I'm going to put this with you guys. Okay. Okay. Let's say next week goes by. I don't know. We'll say Friday comes out. We sign Clowney. Does the expectations for you of the off season, did we cash in then or are you still saying?
0: Yes. Yes. That will be huge. If we signed Jadavion Clowney. Uh, you know, I think that would change the whole perspective because, again, I think that's what we're waiting on right at the moment, yep. you know, to kind of wait to see let's save up this money, not only to pay him, but to also pay Derrick Henry, you know, and so that we can change our defense and get better, get more speed on the outside so that we can contend with Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. And it's funny because the other teams around the league, like the Baltimore Ravens, they're stacking up to beat us. I think we're king on the Chiefs and we're trying to get more speed on everywhere on offense and on defense. So if we sign Jadavion Clowney, and it's a very good contract, I'm going to be elated. I might go get his jersey. And, um, <laughs> you know, I, I would be very, very excited to sign him, man. I really would, because he would bring that presence on our defense. Just like you said, tighten up low. You know, deep on our defensive line, we don't really have a presence, a flashy guy that you know can bring in every game. Uh, even, like, Harold Landry, he'll get his sacks, right? Yep. But, you know, and Jacques, you've made this statement, man. At times it'll be like, We could be up by 10 or something, then he'll get a sack, right? If we need it when we need it, like we need, when we need a sack, we need someone that we just know he'll get that. We got it. Boom. It's done. Right. And we haven't had that. So bringing in Clowney would change our defense would change our team, man. I'd be jumping up and down, man.
2: Yeah. You could see Landry, you you, like you mentioned, like just take off because now he's not the prime focus. I, I remember the Eagles game where he had that strip set. I mean, those are the type of plays I remember Javon curse would make all the time in his rookie season. Um, and right. then they start keying on him a little bit more, but man, that's the type of guy we need. And I don't know if Clowney is going to ever be cursed, but at least right. the, you know, the offenses will have to at least think he possibly Speaking. could be right. I mean, that's just right. So. That's right. we hey, have a right. super chat, uh, Chad's back okay. for more. So thank you okay. so much, Chad. You get an applause. Uh, we haven't done the cool applause yet. There it is. So Chad, uh, Johnu Smith. Prime to have a big year this year he's been working out with Tannehill. they're both florida guys I, I just saw that Tannehill's on the season tickets wednesday or thursday or wednesday correct jock do you watch it was those today it,
1: it was today yeah it, oh, it was oh. I, knew, I did watch it, it was okay today.
2: Yeah. so it was today yeah so I, yeah. I got into the very end of it um but he was talking about how you know he they asked him what his favorite like with quarantine and he said fish tacos but uh he, he says it's all his wife but Tannehill said that he still obviously lives in Florida. I didn't know that. I thought maybe he moved. But him and you know Johnny Smith have been working out. We know that's Tannehill's game. He loves to work out with receivers. So I would imagine Corey Davis, A.J. Brown, they'll all get together. Um, so where I'm going with this, tight end we didn't really mention. Are you satisfied? Are we good enough at tight end before we get in the schedule um, with Johnny Smith? Do you think this is going to be the year? he is officially going to break out more than just like a game here, a game there. What do you think of Johnny Smith?
1: I do. I, I do. I do. Especially with you building that chemistry and play a ball. You have to build that chemistry. If quarterback and receiver have, I literally have to read your mind when I'm throwing that ball and anticipating when I throw the ball. So I feel like, yes, John will elevate and he will be the, the premier tight end. And I feel like, he will get more better and more consistent. See the problem with John New as well, John New wasn't consistent. You see what I'm saying? He would get his big plays, he would, he would hide. He'll get another big play and then hide. He'll get another big play. He's not Delaney Walker. Delaney Walker was more consistent. So if we can if you can groom and you can mold John New into almost being a quicker, faster Delaney Walker, and then Tannehill has chemistry with him, AJ Brown, A. Humphreys, Corey Davis you're looking at a premier offense actually if you if we break it down if you break the entire offense down piece by piece receiver by receiver just skill positions we have derrick henry we have the new running back we got you have New smith you have Corey davis you have a.j brown you have humphreys hopefully we have the kid um was it mason Kinsey?
2: yep mm-hmm.
1: yeah mason kenzie i feel like he for some reason i feel like he's gonna make the team
2: He's, if, a once, he's, hey, I, right. yeah, he's a J-Rob guy. Hey, he's a J-Rob,
1: exactly. I just had that feeling he's going to make the team. Once you have that slew of skilled players and you have chemistry with them, you're a dangerous team. I remember when me and Hawk did our uh, prediction show for the, schedule and, the, and the um, schedule and what our record was going to be the last season. I had us going 13-3. and three. And people were like, why do you have us going 13-3? and three? I said, if you literally go down and count our skill positions and if Delaney Walker was playing this year, I feel like we, we would have beat the Chiefs I, this is my opinion, I feel like we would have beat the Chiefs with that extra weapon that we had yes. with Delaney Walker, and then we would have played the 49ers, and I feel like we would have been Super Bowl champs. With Delaney Walker down, you remove that element. So same with Jonu Smith. You have Jonu Smith, who's almost a receiver hybrid tight end that you can throw in there, and you can say, hey, you're our new, you're our new Delaney Walker, but quicker. He's just an extra weapon that you have out of your primary skill position. So, yes, I feel like New's going to have a big year.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I totally agree, man. And and by the way, the show that you had with Mason Kinsey, Titan Upload, was a great show, by the way. It was. Um, it, it was. Um, John o. Smith is a, a, a playmaker in the making. Um, we see his speed. When he runs with the football, he runs like a wide receiver and a running back. He has a combination. He doesn't run like a tight end. Um, he's even built like a running back. Like, John o. Smith is an athlete. I mean, he works out all the time. Um, and I think that, you know, when you look at his speed for a tight end, he's probably about a four-five in the in 40 in speed. He's unbelievable in that regard. So, if he has a breakout season, man, we're going to be dangerous. And me and Jacques had talked so much about this. I'm telling y'all, if 82 was on the field last year, we would have beat the Chiefs and we would have won the Super Bowl. I, I, I know that for a fact, okay, because – the tight end is always a mismatch. And I've, and I've been saying this, and Jock, you know what I'm going to say about the tight end I position. <laughs> the tight end position is the most underrated position in the league. When you look at the Super Bowl champions over the past several years, they've had great tight ends. Travis Kelsey, Rob Gronkowski, even this year with George Kittle, right, yeah. going to with, with the 49ers. Of course, Gronk, right? So <laughs> – when you look at that tight end position, it's always a mismatch if you have an outstanding tight end. And in the league, there's only probably four really good tight ends. Jonu Smith is trying to move up there. Athletically, he's top three. When you when you talk about just being a pure athlete, so if he can get it together, um, you know, I, yes, he'll be a playmaker. One thing I told Jacques when Jonu Smith was a rookie, when I would go to the mini camps, I would say, "Hey man, 81's got some ability. This tight end guy that they have." It looks like he doesn't know the plays, but it looks like if he can get it down, he's going to be good. Right. I, I, and and he had that struggle even as a rookie. You can like he had struggles with the playbook. You can clearly see it even on the field. And if you play football long enough, like we all have, you know, like, OK, he doesn't know the play. He's got to learn or whatever. Yeah. But this is what his fourth year, fifth year. So he's going to get more comfortable. You know, he's going to get more comfortable. So I expect big things from 81. Uh, I want him to play like 82, man. Right. and yeah. it
1: almost—it's like it's almost like you picked up a guy off the street that has good physique. He's built. He oh gosh, like he is player. built. <laughs> <laughs> He's very built. And you say go play football, and you're like, okay. Well, I don't know nothing about football. I don't know how to run routes. I don't know the route tree. What do I do? And like, like, Hulk, uh, they're iterated. He's been. Hawk has said this. He and I, when he said and when Hawk said it, I paid attention. I said you're right. And he. He, he doesn't know where to go he doesn't know the plays he's I think that was with Mariota struggle Mariota tries to get him the ball and John runs a pulse and he was supposed to run an in and a curl And he's like what are you doing? Yeah. So
2: yeah I don't know man I I'm man the run the, the run he had against the Texans that caught me off guard. I mean yep. I feel like they could play that a little bit and McDonald, I know he's not your typical backup quarterback I don't think this at this point, but you guys hit on it the athleticism find some creative ways, but if you don't have a backup quarterback, you can't throw him out there. If he's your only backup and you have him get hurt right. then you have nobody. Right. So I feel like that's a concern um, real quick with the Mason Kinsey thing. The, the thing that I keep going back and I get super excited because he's a really cool dude. I just think he's going to run into the, the Titans love cam Batson. I I don't know why. I don't know if you guys know why they love him so much for it's for is in love with him. He wins all the awards. Uh, the only reason why he didn't make the team last year, well, he did make it, is he got hurt. So I feel right. like he will be – you cannot cut Raymond, right? I mean, Raymond did it yes, last year. Can. No, you can't. No, you
1: can't. So right.
2: – right. and I don't know. Maybe the Titans keep six. There's a rookie yep. – there's an undrafted rookie from Southeast Missouri State that a lot of people are super pumped about. I've
1: seen, I've seen him play. Like, he's he's in our realm. I went to TSU, so I've seen him play a couple of – but he's real good. He is yeah. – so Cmo. Simo yep. Seamo, Yep.
2: yep. So I mean, there we do have some guys that I think are going to be preseason games if we are allowed to go. At right. least we'll be, at least right. we'll get to watch it on TV. But and and like you said, if we play the games, I think we will. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. man, that those are going to be some exciting. I'm excited about the yeah, they, they, receivers on the back end, but I don't know if they're going to make yeah. like a huge difference, like right. you guys during right. the right. year. But it'll be right. fun right. drama through the season. Be-
0: when I think of Cole McDonald I somewhat think they might use him like Taysom Hill with the Saints. You know, he yeah. he has that type of athletic ability and then at right. times if he needs to throw the ball. So if anything for him to make the team, maybe he could do that type of a situation to be a utility right. quarterback. But again, that's just maybe wishful thinking, you know. Yeah. Uh cuz he he's an athlete. Dude is dude is fast. He he's not he's fast, quicker, right? he's fast. He's fast fast. Right. He had the right. fastest 40 time in the draft. Yeah, so, it's and it's like Marcus Mariota. Mariota was fast. Like some yeah. quarterbacks have speed he's fat nice. like mario flat line straight oh he's he's bad you yeah you're not catching him not catching him not catching him so he's very underrated in that regard
2: so l has super chad he wants to know we mentioned raymond that's why i'm bringing him up right now um do you guys see him having an elevated role could he do like where would you slot him in the five right you obviously got aj True. Corey, yeah humphreys i think we're yes he's come the Kansas yeah, City game, yeah, he showed up. He did. You know, did, so maybe there's some did, chemistry did. there. So would you yeah. four? Is he does he but he's not your Tajay Sharp no, type he's guy? Not Tajay, right? He's a speed right, guy.
0: Right. Right
1: you, right. you almost have to get creative with Raymond. You would have to draw up packages almost how we had with Taylor when he was here. And you have to use him right. He's a speed guy. And when you have a speed guy, you gotta get him in space where they're in space where they got that rack, or hey, just go, right? The, the beautiful catch, the beautiful route, and the beautiful catch that he had against the Ravens was well, beautiful. But then when we, you need him again to be consistent, he he, he falls in the back. Yeah. Now, something that I do like about Khalif, he can catch. oh yeah. It's very rare when he yes, dropped. He, he, did, I mean, he didn't drop the ball as much. So if you can draw up some packages and give him some more reps and something that's special to him, use his speed correctly. When I mean use your speed, hey, you got Tyreek Hill. You use his speed correctly, right? Go. Just go. Tell Khalif, just go. I mean, we don't have – We. I mean, how? what percentage of, of times that we've thrown the ball deep and we've thrown it to A.J. Uh, Brown, but to me, I feel like that's a play for Khalif Raymond. It could have been for Taylor when he was here. It could be for speedy guys. So, I feel like if he's going to be – fill that fourth spot, you're going to have to get creative, man. You're going to have yep. to make humongous Total plays. Degree. We're going to have to have deep threat. you got to be our deep threat. Like, this is how it is. Totally yeah.
0: agree. Totally agree, Jacques. I totally agree. And, and the thing about Khalif Raymond as well, like, he's, he, he is blessed with speed, no question about it. Uh, and I think a lot of teams didn't even really pay attention to him on the field. It's like, oh, this guy's a special teams guy. I'm not worried about him. And next thing you know, he's down the, down the field, wide open, touchdown, right? right? And it's like, wow, this guy's faster than I thought. So, yes, there is definitely a place for Kalief Raymond. The only thing that scares me about Khalif Raymond, okay, he is very susceptible of getting hit, okay? Mm-hmm. He's not a guy that's going to catch the ball and juke you. He is a straight-line runner, and he's very small. So, you know, my thing is just to keep him protected, kind of like how Will Fuller is with the Texans, a guy that has a lot of speed but not a lot of elusiveness. I really like Khalif Raymond because it opened up our offense a lot, man, where they kept you know, focusing on Derrick Henry, and then he had a one-on-one matchup on the outside or on the inside where he was running the slot. Of course, we have a spot for Khalif Raymond. Will he get better this year? Yes, I think he will. I think he'll have more big splash plays like that. I just hope we can keep him protected from getting hurt because he got hurt twice, and both were opportunities where he got, he got leveled. He yeah. got leveled, and he's not a big guy. So keep him in space. Keep him on the outside so where even if he catches the ball, He's not wide open to get lit up by safety. You know yeah. the game.
1: The yeah. game he got level was the Saints game. Saints game. If he would have caught, caught that pass, and I was yep. right there when I seen it, I said we would have been in the red zone, and we actually probably could have won the game. So yep. I I agree with that. When he caught the ball, he got level, and I was like, man.
2: Yeah, it, it was, was a cheap of, shot, but yeah, I get you. It, it, it was,
1: was yeah. very
2: cheap shot. Uh, Matt Moon says uh, Cam Batson Ward. That was the off season award. They give like off season award for guys that work hard, <laughs> do all this stuff, and variable specifically gave it to him a lot of people were reading between the lines that that was his you know key he was making the team and maybe we looked too much into that and then there was another good comment here really quick oh somebody met I think um let's see about Dean peas Dylan Dylan what do you guys I mean
0: oh man
2: Dean how big of a loss I mean we're talking expectations oh, hey. here how big of a loss is that for okay. the Titans
0: I will tell y'all this. Dean Pease was the biggest loss that we've had in the offseason. He he really is, and and we really mean that. And me and Jacob, we talk about it all the time. When you look at Logan Ryan, okay, Logan Ryan, first of all, is a hell of a ball player. He did unbelievable with the Patriots. Even at corner, he led the team in tackles with the Patriots, just like he did here with the Titans. He's going to make his tackles. He's going to make sacks and things like that. But what Dean Pease does with players, even like Logan Ryan, he disguises a defense that doesn't expose your weaknesses, okay? We know Logan might not be the fastest corner on the field, but the way that he plays, Logan looks like an all-star out there, right? The way that he played, um, defense, had, He schemed against the Baltimore Ravens, was the best <laughs> defensive game I've ever seen, okay? Uh, he had Lamar Jackson second-guessing himself. He had the whole offense looking like they've never played in the NFL. He did the same thing against the Patriots and did a really good job even against the Chiefs. Jeez, Dean right. Pease made these players play much better than what they are, man. I'm telling you. Our defense was incredible when he was out there. And even when we had injuries, we still still did well enough to be uh, going into the AFC Championship. Dean Pease was our biggest loss of the season. No question about it, man. And and I agree. I agree. Losing Dean Pease is almost like you're
1: losing your entire defense. I mean, Variable still says he's going to take over it, but do you trust Variable enough to, hey, coach the team and coach defense at the same time? Did you learn enough from Dean Pease to take some of that philosophy that he – that he instilled into the defense to be like, hey, I'm going to instill it Salsa. And as just, like you said, he disguises players and he puts you in positions to be great. And the loss of him is almost to a point where we lost, like I said, our defense. So just imagine having Dean Pease having Christian Fulton and how yeah. much uh, just, just knowledge that he can give to Christian Fulton. Even with the uh, the uh, cornerbacks coach that we had, yeah, Kerry, uh, Kerry Combs. Yeah. Kerry yeah. Combs, I mean – he, I mean, I feel like once he came in, our secondary went from here. We went from good to great. Like that's yeah. our models go from good to great. We went from good to great. And when you lose something like that, let's see how Butler does. Let's see how Jackson does. Let's see how the defense scheme is. Like you've reiterated, that was one of the best. Coach games, defensive coach games that we we were the only team that was able to stop Lamar. The only Jackson. one, yep. The only, only one. team, the only team to just stop him literally in his tracks. And, we, and me and Hawk looked at the film when we when we advanced. We said Lamar Jackson can be stopped. You just have to beat the the, the RP. They just have to beat the run option. You just all that's all you have to do because I like Lamar is he's the best throwing quarterback in the league. He's not Patrick Mahomes. He can run, but. If you make him beat you with his arm, you're gonna you can beat the Ravens. So yeah. losing Dean Pees was it was a heartbreaker, man. So it is, man. I it just is. it's going into season and it's 2020 again. Just going in with so much uncertainty, mm-hmm. it's almost like okay, we don't have a defensive coordinator, we don't have a backup quarterback, we don't know what we're doing on the defensive line, and we haven't felt like this in in almost what. This been going on five years now, where we've had John Robinson, and we've been on this this consistent path. We've been consistent. We've we've been something that the Titans haven't been in a long time. It's consistent.
2: (laughs) Great point again. And
1: and we and we're back being consistent, and now I feel like we we're kind of falling off our 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 model. Be consistent. So. Yeah, I'm 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 a little nervous. <laughs>
2: so, um, Titans and Truth, what's going on, man? I see you in the house there. Just want to give you a shout out. An awesome mask. The truth We were talking what's up, about bro? that earlier. <laughs> uh we had Titan Anderson the in the house in somewhere. Uh, I'm not sure if he's still here. We had the Mr. Titan. Mr. Titan's on a rampage. Mr. Titan. Uh did you see What's up, he... Titan
0: Upload? What's up with you too, bro? <laughs> Love the show, Titan Upload. Man. Love the show, bro. Check him out, folks. He's a guy. I mean, he has a true. great show. And don't forget all, the l- the truth, all, them go- all them guys, man.
2: Yep. I'm going to put weekly back up in there. There we go. their little, their graphics showing up there, go follow them on um, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. Boom. There it is. Um, man. Now I forgot what I was even talking about. Just going back <laughs> to that pregame with the Patriots, man. That was a lot of fun. That was so much right, fun. It was fun.
0: man. Gosh, yeah. that was so fun, dude. That, <laughs> that was, was fun. so fun, man. It was, it was, fun. was so fun,
2: dude. But, uh, oh, Anderson is still here. What's going on? Okay. Titan. Yep, Titan Anderson got a new camera yesterday. Yeah, yes he did. Yes he did. Yeah, he did. So <laughs> <He did. laughs> yep. to <that's> Titan Anderson. <laughs> yep. So um so expectations, just the I mean, we've been talking, we we only got like five minutes. Uh real quick. Super Bowl. Not saying we have to win it, but is that like the expectation? Yeah. Or just get back to the uh, championship game, I win think, the division. I
0: yeah, win the division, definitely, because it's there for us to win. Um, you know, you look at the teams, they have fallen off. I think the Colts have, is the one team that has stepped up to the plate with their draft picks and free agents, of course. But I still think it's our division to win. Uh, I do think the Super Bowl is, especially if we pick up a, J- a Jadavion Clowney, yes, yeah, Super Bowl is our goal. And really, at the end of the day, to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. We got to beat the Chiefs. It's the Chiefs. I think we can beat any team in the league. The Chiefs are the team that's going to cause us the biggest problem. And right. so I think that's you know given we only got a few more few more minutes I won't elaborate too much but yes I think the Super Bowl is the goal that we should go for absolutely, absolutely. so me I only I, got have a having a five losses this year by the way okay hey,
1: hey we, we we gonna get to that uh, me I, same thing <laughs> I, the expectations we we made it to the AFC Championship and we were not supposed to be there nope so my expectations is a hey, Super Bowl or bust but especially if we pick up Javion yes oh, yeah. I'm expecting us to go far and it's, remember guys we still got King Henry. Keen Henry has not fell off yet, and I feel like if he continues to have a big game in the pieces that we have added, the, the, the rookie that we have added, we've added some pieces. Even though we talked about we haven't, but we still have some pieces where, hey, we're trying to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. You elaborated on it earlier, Hawk. We're not gearing up to beat the Ravens, the Packers, the Detroit. No, we're, we're the Chiefs are on our radar. So that tells me... no paper! That, that tells me that, hey... We're going back to the championship, and we're expecting to see the Chiefs round two. Patrick, we got somebody named Christian Fulton, who, hey, has the speed, who has the mirror ability to keep up with your fastest receiver. play man. Something that can play man coverage. And and once he learns how to play zone, he can be almost named the shutdown. That's just in my opinion. Now, we've talked about this. I feel like eventually Christian Fulton can be that shutdown corner. He has to be coached up. He has to be just learn the game, and it slows down for him. But, yes, to me, I feel like, hey, Super Bowl, we still got our main core pieces. Let's go. And we got Tannehill starting from the beginning. Yes, sir. Week one. Yep. Week one he's not starting in the middle of the season. Week one. So what can Tannehill do from week one to week 17? Yes, sir. Let's see what we got. Yes, yeah. sir.
2: Do you know what's funny is uh, Titans and Truth made this point that we're gearing up for the Chiefs, right? I mean, that's who we're yes. – yeah. But the Ravens, and if you've seen what they did in the offseason, they're gearing up man. for us.
0: <laughs> exactly, right. So. They're stacking for us. Uh-huh. Exactly. It's going to be Standard. interesting. And then when we play the Ravens, it's in Baltimore. That's going to be a tough game, game. for us, man.
2: Woo! Yeah, I mean, it could be yeah. for the bye, right? I mean, or at least right. seven teams you make good. it this year. It's going to be interesting. So the schedule. I hate I... the
0: Ravens, by the way. <laughs> I hate the Ravens. Hate oh, the
2: Ravens Raven zone. Boom. Um, anyways, so this I know you guys are doing something with the schedule. I don't want to put you guys on the spot right, with that. But as you guys have been looking at it, what are some of the games you're most intrigued by, you're most excited for the season? Okay.
0: Well, for me, man, well, one, I'm intrigued to find out game one against the Denver Broncos. You know, Denver's coming in with this big expectation with Drew Locke and the receivers that they've drafted, all these new players that they have with Jarrell Casey as well on the defensive tackle. Uh, so I, I'm I'm intrigued with the very first game of the season. I'm also intrigued with the Baltimore game. I just mentioned uh, I'm intrigued with the Indianapolis Colts game in Indianapolis. Cause the Colts have gotten better folks. I'm telling you Jacksonville oh, yes. and Houston has gone down the Colts. They're licking their chops right now. They're getting ready. And, even playing against the NFC uh, North, um, you know, the Green Bay game is interesting because it's going to be at the end of the season. Uh, it's going to be at Green Bay. It's going to be very cold. Uh, so, you know, those are some of the games that I think that I'm interested to see, man. What about you, Jacques? So for me, of course, the Denver game.
1: I mean, we've we seen what Denver has loaded up. We think, they think Drew Locke is the end-all, be-all, and honestly, I think he's okay. Uh, I think that's actually what stops them from elevating, in my opinion, and, of course, we got the Casey game. It's the Casey game, so we got to see a hey, Casey actually, actually tackled Derrick Henry. We're going to see how that goes. Um, another game that intrigues me, too, is the Vikings because we get to see Tajay Sharp. And we get to see how he does. I mean, he, he stepped up in the, what, number three, number two role, maybe? So we get to see that. And then the Bills. The Bills have been a thorn in our side for about, what, three <laughs> or four years? And we have to the- – we have to beat the Bills. I don't know what's going on with the NFL algorithm, but we continue to play the Bills every <laughs> single year at Tennessee. Week five. We can, week, week five. Week, week and, five. <laughs> week five. five. Yes. Week five. And, Three and years in a row. We just can't get over that hump. So at this time, I'm like, okay, we have to beat the Bills. I mean, literally, being at a B- being at a Titans game when the Bills come into town is like being at a Bills home game. It it, it sucks. I'm, I'm I'm telling you, it sucks. Um, another game. Um, like you said, the Colts because. The Colts, and I and I told Hawk this, and I told Hawk this when we lost to the Colts two years ago to get to the playoffs, the Colts have gotten better, and they continue to sneakily get better, and it's something where it's a thorn in our side also. Can we sweep the Colts this year? We beat them. We split with them this year. Can we sweep our division? That's my big thing. Can we sweep our division? Then we have the Browns again. We got to play the Browns again, and I feel like the, this time, the Browns are not going to fold. They've kind of elevated a little bit. They're saying, hey, y'all embarrassed us week one. Can we embarrass y'all? And then another game, too, is the Lions game at the end of the year. Let's see how the rookie Okoye does. It's just a unique schedule. But we will go into that on a deeper and on a show on a deeper level, and we'll give our predictions. We'll give the the schedule predictions. But I'm with you. I only have us losing four games, so we'll see. (laughs) All right. Yes, sir.
2: Well, I think you you said you're thinking 11 and 5.
1: Yeah, 11 and, and 5. For me. 11 I'm
0: looking me. 11 and 5. I'm looking at 12 and 4. Not and 9 I, and
2: 7? No 9 and 7. You got 9
0: and time? 7 upload? You got 9 and 7?
2: I don't know. <laughs> I I think <laughs> I, around 10 and 6. I think I think I'll <laughs> go hey, 10 and 6. And 9 and
1: 7's been safe and it's been consistent. Remember? We're a consistent team. 9 and 7 gets us in the playoffs. All <laughs> right, <laughs> I thought, true. Right. Oh, I'm just saying <laughs>
2: Yeah. And just, I mean, last year, what a run, you know, nine all and right. seven, we get in and yep. I mean, it started earlier though. Right. I mean, yes. we had to win yeah. some, some games and get on a roll, but yeah, you made a great, great point about Tannehill. We're going to start with him. Um, right. Hopefully our offensive line, it took a while to get them. We'll have Lawan back now, hopefully for the, for the start of the season. So I'm pumped about it. I know we had a lot of expectations, maybe it didn't go our way what we're thinking, but I think we all agree. We trust in J Robb. It's still got time. It's still early. Maybe we get clowny. Maybe we don't, but we'll have to see what happens. Hey, you guys were awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Titans Absolutely. Weekly, I'll put their stuff on there one more time. Definitely go check them out. Check very, us out,
0: folks. Very excited
2: yes. about the schedule that you guys, you got anything coming else coming up in the near future?
0: Yes. Well, yeah, definitely the schedule. Um, We're also, you know, especially as the season comes along in the preseason as, you know, hopefully they'll get into camp and things like that. But we're definitely going to break down these rookies as well. Like we're going to go in depth as to where we think they'll play, uh, how often that they'll play, if they'll make the team. Oh, yes, man. We have so much going on, man. So many different things we're going to talk about, man. We can't wait. Yeah, Right. Right. We can't wait. And like you said, it's just breaking it down.
1: Hopefully we have a training camp, which, um, I'm, I'm hoping, just because with that, if you think about it, not not having a training camp, it can be de- detrimental to the league itself when you have a lot of injuries, players are cold. It's just so much in, in coming into it. But, yeah, like Cox said, we, man, we're going to break it down player by player. Um, like I said, I love the Christian Fulton pick, so shout out to uh, everybody that loves that pick because I feel <laughs> like he's a sleeper, and I feel like, hey, he week, week one, hey, we got to steal. John Robinson did that three times in a row in three drafts in a row so it's, it's awesome so we pump. pumped we got a lot of content coming so just get ready it's like like you said sh- like share subscribe come on check us out we we, we pump tighten up, <laughs> yes, <laughs> tighten up sir. Guys. Yes, sir. yes sir
2: hey if you guys could wait around just for just a second i'll wrap things up and then um okay talk to you guys as soon as the show's over thanks Sounds again good, you man. guys you guys were Thank awesome you upload. appreciate it
0: appreciate it sir yes sir